Hello, listener. This is Heaving Bosoms, the podcast where two BFFs recap romance novels and take you on a trip through the hall of funhouse mirrors that is our brains. Before we get to the continued St. Vincent swoon fest, I've got some things to shout out. First, we've got some really fun stuff happening in our Patreon, so come check it out. Also, there's about 10 days left for our limited run of Stay Golden Horny Girl merch, and you know you need it. Every single penny we raise is going to the National Coalition Against Domestic Violence, so now you extra need it. And finally, I can't tell you how much reading new reviews warms my heart and feeds my soul. Our goal is to get to a thousand reviews in Apple Podcasts by the end of the year. So if you haven't yet, be a pal and rate and review. While you're sitting in your safe pandemic pod, steal your friend's iPhone and maybe, I don't know, review us from their account. Hit subscribe for them while you're at it and gift them all of our giggles as well. I don't know, just an idea. They'll probably love it. Great friendship bonding. All right, speaking of friendship bonding, reading Devil in Winter has been extra wonderful for Aaron and I. So, here we go. Oh, hi, Aaron. Hi. Oh, hi. Oh, because you just hi. started hi. recording. Oh, 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 oh. hi. Hi. <laughs> hi. <laughs> melody, melody, melody. Hello. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, evening, evening over Listener, here. Listener, Melody and I have been talking for about 45 minutes about inappropriate yep. topics that we couldn't press record on. Inappropriate banter. That's right. Lava hot takes that you guys, oh. you're not ready for. You're not ready for these hot we takes. We would be slayed for them, frankly. <laughs> <laughs> so the fact that you're saying just hello to me just now is kind of funny to me because we've been talking for so long. I know, it's a so weird... Long. Hello. Right? Hi. We Good had a afternoon. friend chat, Aaron. We had a friend chat that we didn't record. That's a little weird. It was too. weird talking to you about not professional matters. <laughs> it was strange. As you guys know, Melody and I met on the podcast. What? <laughs> weird. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. Remember we no. had that thing that we just like, we met <laughs> through our agents. We had no idea. Yeah. Our agents just yeah. got the talent together, you know, and then yeah. we really found that we had instant chemistry. There, the friendship. Yeah, there was is a casting. Fraud. There was a casting call. <laughs> Two hot dummies for podcast. One grumpy one. One sunny one. <laughs> I'm in love with you. I am in love with you. Ah! Let's tell them what happened on Twitter about St. Vincent. It's been a big week. Lord Sebastian St. Vincent. Well, the first thing that happened was a listener tried to troll me on Twitter. <laughs> I'm saying that in a snarky... Here's, here's the problem with this. Nobody gets it but us. <laughs> well, it's not only that nobody gets it but us, but it doesn't work in our favor because they're celebrities. <laughs> so it helps It helps more if we name drop them. Anyway, here, here's the story. So, Faded Mates, as you know, uh-huh. our sister sisterhood podcast, yes. our friends, ha- have a, a Derek Craven Day based on Dreaming of You. And that Correct. Derek Craven Day is February 4th, which has mm-hmm. just passed. And they had a fantastic episode for Derek Craven Day. It was great. It was incredible. It was so freaking funny. 
And so I made some tweet. Oh, I know. I said I mm-hmm. tweeted for my personal account. Before me, Aaron, they recorded. Before they recorded, is yeah. there a St. Vincent Day? And then just the sassiest best friend I have, HB Brianna, at, <laughs> at HEA Apologist, <laughs> responded, your mom has a St. Vincent Day, <laughs> which was savage and incredible. But then they talked about that tweet on Faded Mates, and then they said, a reader said this. They called me a reader. And it's like, I'm your friend from podcasts. You know me. <laughs> and so I was trying to say that they were a listener, but it really helps us more to say that they are Jen Reed's romance and Sarah McLean <laughs> because they're celebrities. So really, I just trolled myself twice. <sighs> Anyways, anyway, so we got on a chat with our friend Jenny Norback, yeah, who is Wallflowers of Club. the Wiki Wallflowers Club, who is a fellow St. Vincent fan lover and we decided we're gonna make a saint vincent day fuck yeah we are a lord saint vincent sebastian saint vincent's day you know who deserves it the lord sebastian saint vincent <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and because Derek craven day is february 4th we're going to make saint vincent day april 2nd because it's, it's only the natural that's right it's only natural <laughs> <laughs> yep yeah, we can we can do things. Yeah, we can. We're, We're gonna do it. We can do a thing too. That's right. right? <laughs> we, we love doing things. You know, we can do a thing. We can put it together. We and do can interactive stuff. Yeah, okay. we can tweet. We're tweeters. So then this happened in text and then on Twitter. Aaron did the mm-hmm. big announcement. It was a big excite. Yeah. Well, we first talked about it in our text group with the other with yeah. the other pod. I told I mean. faded mates before I declared this on of Twitter. Course. Yeah, otherwise it, it might have been their thing. war. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> uh, yeah, so anyway, we're going to have a very special episode because we found another St. Vincent lover who I did not see coming, um, and that is one Andy J. Christopher. So she's going to join us with Jenny to do a special St. Vincent's Day podcast where we have a St. Vincent's Day roundtable of hotness. Mm-hmm. And it's very It's going to be incredible. Boy, we have so many plans already. <laughs> do we? No, do we have plans? We Tell have me plans. plans. I haven't planned anything. I don't even know how to plan it. <laughs> We've got like a month. We've got two months or something. Okay, it's, it's okay. <laughs> it's so far away. It's, it's totally, totally cool. fine. Totally fine. Yeah. Oh, tell us, hey, listen, for Derek yeah. Craven Day, for Dreaming of You, they ha- they are always making memes with the man with that man. What's Tom that Hardy. man's name? Tom, Tom Hardy. Hardy. <laughs> Still Tom, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy, that man. <laughs> and so we need a man to be St. Vincent. Yeah. That's and a man. I, I think that we he's, hit the nail on the head, but he's I do not too, as, Jenny. <laughs> I do too. I know you're listening to this, and, and I do too. Don't yes. fight with Jenny over our podcast. You keep that to the texts, all right? That's private okay, business. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I'm fine. sorry. But I'm just saying, if you're yeah, out there Jenny. and your name is Jenny, I think I'm right. Here's the thing. We had a few different candidates we do we have um dan stevens he was the first one i said out loud and i'm very excited about yeah. him but here's the thing i don't think he has the attitude he doesn't he doesn't have that Fuck smarmy that. no attitude. he can smarm at you it's gonna it's gonna be hard for him but he can do it he is an actor you know yeah not to mention that you you're the one who told me he played a serial killer that one time an american one though so like that time whatever he can do the the british accent of his birth in a smarmy <laughs> way. Come I'm, on. Okay, well, he's out there. He's a candidate. He's a candidate. Then we had a lot of people coming in hot with Tom Hiddleston. Now, here's a, a funny story about that. I said, 
I said to everyone in the text chain, I said, Tom Hiddleston won't work because he's not blonde and he makes my vagina shrivel up. Turns out he's blonde (laughs) and he's hot and makes Melody horny. Turns out. Turns out I was thinking about his character, Loki. (laughs) (laughs) As soon as she said that, the faded mate started like piling on all these like pictures of him in suits. And then Melody was like, oh, I'm mistaken. I've been mistaken. I was was wrong. It turns out. (laughs) I still don't think I still don't think he he's I don't think he works. Maybe. But I don't think so. But you know who does work? unequivocally fucking sam claflin yeah works yeah he really does but nobody knows who he is when you look at his face oh like 15 people didn't just google dan stevens (laughs) i swear to god the man was in the hunger games okay oh you're right you're right yeah he was that sex worker in the hunger games that one hot sex sex worker traded secrets eat those cubes of sugar yeah listen i also want to give credit to hb jackie who thought of sam claflin (gasps) Jackie did that? She said it as a joke. Like, she sent a gif oh, how dare she? of Finnick in The Hunger Games and was like, how about this? Ha, ha, ha. And I was like, that's fucking that's perfect, perfect, you beautiful Jackie. genius. You yeah. struck gold <laughs> yes. in your attempt at comedy. Wow. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, as usual, Jackie's brain is perfect. So, we're good. We need the energy of somebody who, like, portrays himself as a selfish asshole. Yes. But then carries around an old lady on his back for the whole Hunger Games. That's what <laughs> we need. We need somebody who's like, I'm I'm out for myself. Jump on my back, Mags, so we can hobble <laughs> through the forest away from this poison air. That's what we need. We do. Okay. Because that's San Vincent to his core, you know? Oh, Aaron's getting a snack delivery. I don't, I don't want a I don't want a shrimp. What is snack? A is it shrimp? It's a shrimp. Is delivery <laughs> shrimp? <laughs> Goodbye, David. Wait, David, don't give Bruce for a shrimp. She'll throw it up. One time I gave Rooster a shrimp, but she threw it right up. Whole. <laughs> I love that bitch tried to eat it whole. Then again, she doesn't have teeth. <laughs> she doesn't have teeth, no. <laughs> really, it was her being, showing some ingenuity to eat it whole. Yeah, if anything, yes. <laughs> She's just making it work. She's deep-throated it, and then it went right back up. <laughs> All right. So, All right. I ran into another predicament this week. Yes. And that is that I attempted to take really good notes. And then I realized when I got to around chapter 17 that I was just like sort of rewriting reading Lisa the book. Clapus's book. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think I have 12 pages of notes and they're only up to chapter 17. So then I was like, I have to stop. I cannot write down anything else because otherwise it'll be a five part episode. And honestly, I think it might still be a three parter. So yeah, because listen, guys, this is part two. <laughs> And we're on chapter four, so we got to cruise. <laughs> we got to move it. And I cannot yep. promise that I will want to. So anyway. All right. All right. Okay. So when we so left you, listener. We smooched on outside with our hand fasting ribbons oh. around our hands. Yeah. And that and consummated the marriage, the marriage because of how hot and steamy it was. Boy. Can I just tell you another thing is that McLean and Jen Reed's romance sent a screenshot of my ta- my tweet to Lisa Klapis. What? What? Oh, they yeah. said it on the thing. <laughs> and then I look like a big, big dummy who got burned by Brianna. <laughs> by her sick burn. So all Lisa I mean- Klapis knows about me in this world <laughs> is that I just got freaking burned by Brianna on Twitter. And I'm a reader. That's, I mean, honestly, that's that's more than I thought I'd ever have. But still, <laughs> I mean, you know. Right? Hey, guess what, <laughs> yeah. Aaron? She yeah. doesn't know a goddamn thing about me, so go fuck yourself. 
should you should tweet good tweets more. Anyways, I should <clears throat> yeah. Twitter is really, hard. It was Brianna's tweet. I I was, was the sucker in that situation. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Well, Brianna's also perfect. So okay, so we're going back to the room, and then he carries her across the threshold because he's yes. like, "You're a sentimental, and and you're a, a bad luck believer, or whatever." We don't but need really, any more bad luck in this. Yeah, but situation. he just wants to. You know, he wants to do nice things for her. Mm-hmm. She doesn't know mm-hmm. it yet, but it's true. Anyway, well, keep in mind how tired everyone is. We're going on 48 hours Exhausted. of no sleep. We've been out in the rain. We just had that kiss, which really drained the last bit of energy out of us. Not to mention, this is 48 hours of also being deathly cold the whole time. So cold. Like, just Imagine your body's tense. being in the outside in Highlander, England. Yeah. Eng- England times Scotland. In one of those And all you have, have is no a warm shocks. brick. No yeah, shocks. Come on. No shocks. Horrible car. No insulation. You know, no. their cars were terrible. So anyway. <laughs> England times horse. A horse that you can climb in, but not a car. <laughs> That's a callback to the, that night. That it's night. A- I forget his name. That night, you know, they called in that um, car and thought it was a horse. Yeah. A horse that you could crawl into. Boy, anyway, okay. Lucas? So she goes, maybe. Lucas anyway. the Knight? Is that a thing? <laughs> Lucas the Knight? <laughs> Listen, it's just what popped into my brain. You know that's unreliable. <laughs> uh, yes, I do. <laughs> so he starts undressing her because there's a bath. It's been already made. Mm-hmm. It's a bath and it's made. A warm, warm <sighs> bath. And it's like a slipper tub or something sexy sounding, you know? Whatever that is. I want in it. So he starts undoing her. And she looks over at the bed and she looks at him and she's like, are we gonna, um... And he goes, oh, God, no. I cannot believe I'm saying this out loud, but I would much rather sleep than fuck. I have no energy for fucking. Delectable as you are, my love, he says. (laughs) So she gets in the bath and she starts lathering herself up. But then when he says that, she says she doesn't like that word. And he's like, do you not like the thing it means or do you not like the word? And she's like, I just figured out what it meant. I heard it a lot in my childhood and you just (laughs) solved it for me. (laughs) That was really funny. Oh, I love her so much. Okay, (sighs) so she gets into the tub. She starts doing the lathering and he's like, I'll look away or whatever. Like, you know, I'm being a respectful guy. He Doesn't did he? not look away. No, he says, take your bath, pet. He finally managed to say, oh, you're yeah. safe from me tonight. I will look, but I won't touch. That's right. I'll look, but Having I won't Having never touch. undressed in front of a man in her life, oh. Evie felt a prickling blush cover her body as she eased down the straps of her chemise. Chemise, Aaron, you know Chimise. that. Don't do it for the bit. Come on. I didn't know it. I didn't know it. <laughs> yes, you did. It's a chemise. We've said it out loud. It was a chemise. I thought it was a chemise. <laughs> Kitan really fucked it up for me. Like when, when we did Strange Love and like and I found out that was pronounced Kitan, all words I knew how to pronounce really went out of the it's window over. and I'm, I'm starting from scratch. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So she's lathering herself up as I was saying at twice. Then she tries to pour water down her face or whatever and it won't work. Like she's so she's such a tired everybody. So she's tired. so tired. She's sleepy. some she needs some help. She needs a big burly man to come over and pick up that waters, you know? Yeah. So he comes over and he says... Helps her take bath? Yeah, he's like, get over my pet or something adorable. And then he pours water into her hair. He does a bit of an untangle, which is really sweet. Mm-hmm. Way better than Bill the Vampire. 
Yeah, Bill the Vampire can suck it, frankly. <laughs> then he helps her get out and helps her basically like hobble over to the bed. Mm-hmm. And she lays down and then he starts undressing and she tries to get an eyeful. She is so sleepy she can barely <laughs> hold her eyes open to look at like the sexiest man she, she's like she, she's really trying to keep her eyes open but then by the time he gets in the bath she's asleep she does see some bum though no she sees it she sees it oh she sees it i think she sees the whole thing i think she sees the the oh. the, the bits and the tangle the whole thing wow do you call it bits and tackle what is it what you said that one time it was really funny <laughs> We'll we'll stick with dangly bits this time. I thought she saw his uh, you know, wiener. <laughs> I don't know. His, his schmackage? Doesn't matter. Eating <laughs> 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 the, the podcast that all of a sudden can't say dick. All of a sudden. What is this episode a hundred and something? It's, it's almost 200 episodes and I very suddenly <laughs> very suddenly oh. we no longer say the word cock today we woke up today <laughs> <laughs> all right all right so then she's dreaming oh boy is she feeling oh. all snug and cozy it's you guys it's a big metaphor this is like a very isn't it serious literature <laughs> where it's like I'm, I'm being serious. I, I agree with I'm, you. This is a big literature times where she's like, <laughs> there's like a dark water. Yeah. And she's like, it's a danger water. Uh-huh. And she's like dipping her toe in. And she, yeah, but she's then, dipping her toe. But then a um, Get it? Um, get man. it? Listener, oh. do you get Do you understand? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, Again, very, it's a very good imagery, you know? Yeah. And then a danger man comes. Oh, a danger water sprite or whatever. Yeah. Comes danger out. water. Uh, he starts kissing up on her and he's, toes. Because that's what she dipped in, you know? Yes. And then Mm -hmm. he starts kissing up even more, and then he kisses even more, and then he's doing a grope, and he's doing a whole thing, and then it's like raining suddenly in the dream or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then she wakes up, and it's a real, okay? It's raining outside, and so that's why it was water sounding in the dream. And there's a real danger man, and he's there. And he is sucking on that titty. And then he looks looks up at her, and he says, you're a tough one to wake up or something equally sexy. Uh-huh. And she is a little flabbergasted because she doesn't know uh-huh. what's going on. But then she's like, I know it feels good. And so she's really yep. going with it. All right. And he's like, you know, she's like, oh, what do I do? And he's like, you don't have to do anything. I'm just going to take care of you. Oh, boy. It's just like sweeter words have never been spoken. Never. <laughs> okay. So I had some questions, however, about this sex scene. I have a couple. Don't. Don't fuck with this. Don't, I'm not. Don't no, with no, your... I'm not. I'm not. Right. I'm not. I'm asking earnest questions, and they're not logistical. They're they're much more about taste and temperament. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. We're doing character analysis here, bitch. I right. di- I didn't want this whole like she's asleep <laughs> and he starts up discussion because this oh, no. is fine. This no, is it's fine. Totally fine. Okay. 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 She agrees. Okay. I agree. We're all on the same page here. Okay. Okay. Whew. So, yeah. You scared don't me worry there. about it. All, all right. right. So he's licking on her nipples and touching on her legs and everything. He goes down on her and uses his fingers to open her up a bit more. 
and she climaxes super hard or whatever. I love how he's like, what do you think's going to happen if I keep, what do you, what do you think's going to happen if oh, I yeah. keep going like this? And she's like, I don't, I don't know. Oh, it's okay. And then he says, let's find out. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Oh my God. And the answer is, she comes super hard. And maybe it's her first mm-hmm. orgasm ever. Or, I mean, it's definitely a first orgasm with a partner. Well, she tries to, like, put her hand between her legs to, like, hide herself because she doesn't like that he's, like, looking at her. And he's like, yeah. you hide something from me and I'm going to want to, like, oh, even, like, the more you do God. that, the more I'm going to do something, like, really depraved. Oh, so you probably God. should just, like. Cut to uh, me. I walk into the room and I'm in a full snowsuit. I'm hiding everything. Yeah. I've got I've got a visor on. I've got mittens on. He can't see any of me. He's going to want me so bad, Aaron. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I just come in like the embodiment of the Michelin man. <laughs> How do you like me now? <laughs> Discover all of me, St. Vincent. Okay? <laughs> I'm hiding everything. <laughs> this whole setup. That when she takes her hand away, he like huskily says, "That's right, obey your husband." And I was like, oh, "God, Woo! Sebastian Saint Vincent." Listen, there are so many times when he is jealous, and he is he does a lot of ownership talk and stuff. And in the like for the first time in my life, I cared not. In fact, I loved it the whole time. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand what he All does. Right, questions. The question. Questions. Okay, so he makes her come by going down on her, doing a bit of a finger, and then all of a sudden, he just like sits up, and in my mind, inexplicably, flips mm-hmm. her over onto her stomach, and then he like I don't know why. Thank you. That's my question. He I think he just her. wanted to like do some stuff on the other side because it seemed like it was like he was smooching her all the way down her body, and then he flipped her over and like smooched her all the way back up. Maybe, maybe he's like, if we're only going to do this once, like if I truly can't uh-huh. wow her enough to do this again, I want to see Oliver or whatever. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Anyway, so he flips her over and then he goes up and like talks in her ear and he says something like, you know, like I want to be inside you or whatever. And then he flips her back over onto her back so that they can have some missionary sex. Mm-hmm. And I was just a bit of a confuse is all. And I, I was fine with it, but I really had no idea what the, what purpose this served. I think he just wanted to see the whole thing. Yeah, I think he, he just it. wanted to see and taste the whole thing. Yeah. He wanted to look at that bum, you know? Yep. All right. So then he does penetrate her. And... <laughs> <laughs> You sounded like a news reporter when you said it. Back to you, John. (laughs) I'm out here in the the blistering heat. (laughs) Don't worry, however, because he did penetrate her. I really thought you were going to go rainstorm and really both work. Uh, I did. And then I decided to surprise you at the last moment. (laughs) All right. So, but then he does like a three pump and it's too much for him. He does make her come again, mm-hmm. and when she comes around him and he's, like, touching her clit and stuff, mm-hmm. then he can't handle it anymore. And, I mean, I know it's because it's supposed to show that she's, like, like what is she doing to him? And it's not, like, anything he's ever experienced before or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I was like, oh, Evie, I'm glad you, I'm glad you got two orgasms at the very least. I don't know. There's time. Yeah, I, I loved it because it was, like, it surprised him. Like, uh-huh. When he came, it was like, oh, shit. Oh, that doesn't yeah. usually happen. Yeah. Like, I really I really liked it. I liked <laughs> that it was a little surprise. Yeah, I did, too. I did, too. Yeah. I mean, this is her first 
sexual encounter of her life. That's like, true. Does she really you don't want it to be long. Three times. Like, no. I feel like it's fine. It's she's good. I, I get it, but she's 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 fine. She's yeah. still sleepy. Listen, yesterday was still yesterday. She's <laughs> sleepy. It's true. It's true. All right, and then they do a thing that I absolutely love when it happens in books, and that is they like hang out. Like he can't he, he can't move, and he hangs out on top of her, still like inside her, and they like chat for a minute. I feel like I can't mm-hmm. remember exactly, mm-hmm. and then he starts playing with her nipples again. And he's about to start things back up because I feel mm-hmm. like he's trying to make this, you know, quote unquote, one time last as yeah. uh, as much as possible. And then she comes again around his yeah. softening cock. Everyone. Oh, God. I just need everyone to know that. How did you make it gross? It was perfect. And then you made it gross. <laughs> it says that in the text. I know it does, but I think it says softening. Wrote it in the text. If you just take that snippet out, it's gross. (laughs) It does. I remember that it did, and I thought, "Well, it's a little bit gross," but I was so into (laughs) it, you know. No, I know you took that from the. I'm still into it anyway, and he's surprised. And so then the next chapter opens up. It's his perspective, and he's like, "Oh my god! Supposedly she's the one who lost her virginity, but it feels like I did too," and. He doesn't know what just happened. And uh-huh. he says that he just had the best orgasm of his life and he wants more and it's more. It's love. And more. Love is it's what happened. Sebastian Lord St. Vincent. It it is love. Uh-huh. So Oh wait. Um oh for it's the morning. Yes. Correct. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's been the morning the whole time. It's so sorry. We started this whole thing by saying she woke up. What I meant was was that they're done, right? Because then they go, they do breakfast. Yes. But when they send for breakfast, then they do the first names thing that is your personal favorite thing. It's it's one of my kinks. Yeah. Well, he he washes her up first, and then he and he Ooh. tries to kiss, and then he's about to do the, the more things, but then her tummy rumbles, and he's like, "Oh my god, I must feed her immediately. I, must I have feed to. Her. I have to see to all of her needs, including but not limited to her empty stomach." Which, again, sweeter words have never been stated. I hear you. So then he says he'll ring for breakfast, and then she touches his hair super gently, and she sort of like marvels uh-huh. that they're married now. She's like, "Oh my gosh, we're we're truly married now." Uh huh. It's a sweet. She when he gets her the food or when he he does something, she says like, "Why are you concerned about me? Like, do you, are you like actually taking care? You're like con- you're the most selfish guy in the world. Are you like right. concerned about my welfare right now?" And he's like, "If you don't stay alive uh, for a certain period yeah. of time, <laughs> like as if as if he's just literally trying to keep her alive, um, yeah. so that he can collect her dowry, and then uh-huh. you know all bets are off. He'll let her starve to death." Oh my god, <sighs> he's so good, and it's because she wants to go see her dad, and he's like, "But yeah. are, you're not going to stay there." And she's like, "Well, yeah, mm-hmm. I imagine we won't see each other very often once we're back in town." Mm-hmm. All right, but there's also like she's embarrassed about her nakedness, and he says she's beautiful and stuff. She's embarrassed about her freckles. She used bleaching lotion to get rid of her freckles, and he's like, he loves her freckles. He ambles. He found them in enchanting places. Yeah, and he's like, favorite freckles. Show you my favorite one, and he starts pulling up that chemise, and it is such a big hot. And then breakfast. Cannot, cannot, cannot. Breakfast is here. Breakfast. Oh God damn it. So then they get into the carriage, and she finds out that he has purchased her not just a brick. Everybody. There is an entire hot water 
contraption. There's like a yeah. a porcelain or something hot yeah. water contraption that's going to keep her And feet. he got it from Mr. Blacksmith, so you know he paid $20,000 for it. Yeah. He a minimum, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, when the breakfast comes, the ladies at the breakfast, they like fawn all over him and are like, oh, yeah. tee-hee. And then she makes the comment to herself, a man of his looks and position would always be sought after by women. Evie had no doubt that it would be devastating to a wife who loved him. Oh. <laughs> I love her. I love her. Okay. So then he takes care of her. Oh, wait. And to thank him for the hot water contraption, she reaches up real quick and just automatically kisses him on the cheek. And I was swooning because he was doing yes. a man swoon too. You know, uh-huh. like a really yeah. quiet, very stoic man swoon. But it was happening. And then he pulls her onto his lap to flirt <sighs> and stuff. And she manages to banter with a boy. And she's like, who am I right now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Miss bantering with boys. <laughs> And it's so cute. Oh, and then he's like, I think I deserve more of a thank you. And she's like, mm-hmm. And he's like, don't worry. I can be patient. Oh, mm-hmm. boy. As she drowsed in his arms, it occurred to her that oh. he provided the illusion of something that she had never had before. Sanctuary. Oh. His hand passed repeatedly over her hair in the gentlest caresses. And she heard him murmur in his dark angel voice, rest, my love, I'm watching over you. Oh, I have that in my notes, too. It's so good. It's so good. Oh, boy. It's July, folks. That means new Bonkers Book Club selections. And let me tell you, our cup runneth over. First, there's a historical smorgasbord. You get the entire box set of Nicola Davidson's Surrey SFS series. If you're not familiar, that stands for Sexual Freedom Society. This box set includes five ridiculously spicy historicals with a variety of gender pairings and trios and so much more that makes my heart sing. Then Jenny and Katie are offering up one of their all-time favorites, Brutal Prince by Sophie Lark. That's the mafia book where the heroine accidentally sets the hero's house on fire and then make sure her mouth is full of strawberries because she knows he's extremely allergic. Best wedding kiss ever, right? And then we decided to do a little bonus. We wanted to see if audiobooks are something you'd like as part of book club. And Kay Lorraine and Meg Ann have a series called The Mate Games. You get to listen to book one, Obsession. It's a paranormal reverse harem that's done with duet narration. And the cast of narrators is insanely good. So, Joybringers have tons to look forward to. If you want to join, check out our website. The link is in the show notes. Petulance. Mm -hmm. So he looks at her and he's like, so were you like really serious about me sleeping like a dog tonight? Like without any affection whatsoever? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I was really serious. And it's because I don't want to be hurt by you because sex means something to me and it doesn't mean anything to you. Mm-hmm. And judging by your romantic history. Oh, my God. 
Your romantic history is like a dog who goes to every back door looking for scraps. You can't be faithful to just one woman. And then he claps back and he says, just because I've never tried doesn't mean I can't, you judgmental <laughs> bitch. It simply <laughs> means I haven't wanted to. And so in that moment, I I did I did a big startle, right? Like I actually sort of like sat up in my seat when he called her a bitch. But then I started giggling. I loved it. I know you did. I loved when he called her a bitch. <laughs> Sorry. Well, but here's the thing. It's great because she says, I don't like that kind of language. And he and he says, he says, it seemed appropriate given the proliferation of dog analogies. <laughs> <laughs> I also love that she reminds him that he said the day before that he would never take a woman to bed more than once anyway when they made this deal. Yeah. And she said, you said that would it would be a crashing bore to take a woman to bed more than once. And this is number right. two. And then he points at his like, what does it say? Wait, it's like a roaring erection and roaring says, erection. do I look bored to you? <laughs> love him so much. I love him. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, so that's going to be their conflict for a while, though. All right. So the rest of their journey is what I would call icy. Yes. He keeps on doing everything for her needs. He keeps on refilling the hot water thing. He keeps on getting her m- meals and broth and blah, but blah, blah. no schnurfling There's no all. snuggles. All right, no snuggles, no snuggles, no no nuzzles, no zero. He doesn't. He he. You're not resting on. He doesn't give away snuggles for free. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) He might watch over you, but you're not doing it in his arms. Okay. (sighs) But it says she knew it was for the best. The more she became acquainted with him, the more convinced Evie was that any closeness between them would result in disaster. He was dangerous to her in ways she wasn't even aware of. Oh, (gasps) Evie! I know it's a big swoon. Yeah. All right. So then they get back to London town and they show up at the back door of her dad's club and they knock on the door and Joss Bullard answers the door and she's known him since she was very little. They were basically children at the same time growing up together when she visited, obviously, and he won't let her in. He's like, he hasn't called for you. He doesn't want to see you. He's not to be disturbed, so you need to go away. Right. And then she's like, okay, please go get Cam, the other kid that mm-hmm. she grew up with at the mm-hmm. club. And he's super excited to see her, Cam Rohan. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh my gosh, I sent for you multiple times to, like with your family. And she's like, I know, I had to get married to get here, you know? Like, <laughs> God, the things I've been to through. this guy. To this guy, yeah. Woof. So then he takes her hands in his and he's comforting her and very icily. Yes. St. Vincent walks over to him, removes her hand from his hand and and curls it around his arm. And (laughs) I think we would be remiss to not mention the like conversations about Cam's Romani heritage. Oh, yeah. I was going to do that right now because when Cam leaves the room, she's like, do you hate him because he's Roma? And he's like, no, I very rarely hate people for things they can't change. They give me many reasons to hate them otherwise, usually, Mm -hmm. because he's such a dick. But yeah, Cam is half Romani and half Irish. Yeah. And guys, I don't know if you... I've identified him as hot. He's hot, Cam. And I would like to read his book. He is a sexy man. I would say that scene like we get like a weird little cut scene like halfway oh through God. that doesn't involve 
either of the main characters because, again, Clapus is a third-person omniscient, so she just knows everything that's going on all the time. So, like, we get, like, a a random, like, very hot smooching scene in, like, a secret library with Cam and, like, another lady. Well, the fourth wallflower. Yeah. I know. And then I was shocked to find out that he's not the fourth book hero. Wait, what? He just gives her a first kiss. Is she the fourth book heroine? Wait, but wait. I don't understand. Wait, she marries a different guy? Yeah. From that guy? Yeah. I'm mad I can't finish podcast. No, I'm come sorry. On. This is upsetting to me <laughs> in ways. No, no, because then Cam, I think Cam Does he then not gets have a, book. a book at all? No, no, he gets a book in another series, I believe. I'm almost positive. I don't positive. care, Melody. I Stop want it. him marry her. Why did I have to read about that? I don't want to read about people making out that aren't going to end up together forever. What? I don't want to read about that. No, she got a rock star first kiss. Shut your goddamn mouth. She did. I know. And then he tells her that like he might, he he does a, there's this imagery about a tattoo he has of a Pegasus and how he might show up at her door and ride off with her into the night and stuff. Oh boy. So then I Googled it and I was like, Cam and fourth wallflower question mark. And it was like, no, she marries some other dude. Anyway. The fuck? <laughs> Listen, Lisa well, Kleypas. I hope she is unhappy for the rest of her life. She made Lisa a terrible Kleypas, decision. No, Lisa Kleypas is magic, and she will get you on side, Erin. You're right. She will. If we were here talking about it happened one autumn, we would be like, we Googled the how next book, you? and how dare you? I can't believe You're right. that she's giving Lord Sebastian St. Vincent the I'm time sorry. of day. I'm sorry. I trust in Lisa Kleypas. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She's fully magic. I'm sorry. She's a magical being. Yeah. That reader from that tweet bows down to you, Miss Kleypas. I apologize. Fuck yeah. But I am low-key mad about this. I hear you. Okay. I know. Okay. You're going to take some convincing and she will do it. That's all. Okay. All right. So then on the way up, he's sort of dawdling, sort of looking around and put doing the is this banister dusty thing <laughs> and asking her, <laughs> asking well, her about he, so how many he, he's going to get her dar- dowry is basically this club. Right. And so Sebastian's like walking around this thing being like the carpets are shitty. The walls, the paints is peeling. The banisters are loose, you know, all right. this stuff where he's like, Oh man, this place is really in disarray. I wonder what the deal is as far as like, the owner has been dying. Who's taking advantage of him? Because yeah, they yeah, aren't yeah. taking care of this club well enough. Yeah. And so the idea is that Sebastian's going to sell this club and then that's going to be the money he lives on. And that Evie's not like psyched about that because it's like her dad's club, you know? Yeah. It's it's her dad's legacy, too. Mm-hmm. So she says, why are you looking at this club as if you've never been here before? I know you've been here before. And he mm-hmm. says, it looks different now that it's mine. Mm-hmm. Just like you, Evie, you're starting to look very different to him now that you're his. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah, so good. So anyway, she goes up and oh, he just he does everything in just his subtle ways that he takes care of her. She her hand is trembling when she's trying to open the door to her dad's room. And so he opens it for her. And I know it's small and it's dumb, but like this supposedly selfish man who only cares about himself is awfully caring and accommodating. Yeah. Anyway. Yes. Yeah, her dad's not doing great, everybody. He's at the end of his consumptive journey and he's like shrunken and sickly and it's not yeah. a good. And he's super hopped up on he morphine. He thinks that she's like little, 
and they're like gonna go out to the shops or whatever it's very very sad but very sweet as well it is and then sebastian's like you've got to come have dinner with me yeah and she's like no i'll just have like a soup here at the bedside or something and then she he's like you will join me for dinner (laughs) yeah he does and he says uh when i send for you you will come. Is that understood? He do, he does a few. Is that understood? I own you sort of things, which are and it worked. Uh, yeah, objectively bad. Don't do that. But right? like, it, <laughs> but fine. somehow, well, and and I love the way that you get to watch her work through it because she's like, I am so big mad about the fact that he's treating me like mm-hmm. a, like a, uh, he's no better than the Maybricks. And and then she's like, well, on the other hand. All he's trying to do is feed me and keep me whole, you know? Yeah. So I don't know yeah. if it's like that bad. All the times he, like, <laughs> orders her to do something, it's, like, for her own good, but she can't see it. And, like, actually for her own good. Like, for her yeah. bodily good. Like, eat, yeah. Evie. I need you to eat. That's what I need you to do. He's not saying, like, go... He's not an Anthony Bridgerton, okay? He's not like, go marry this fucker <laughs> because yeah. I am the man and I know what's best for you. Right. Man, do you remember how much I hated Anthony Bridgerton? I do oh. re- recall. Boy. But when you see him on the screen, when he becomes a little, like, slightly more him. visual... <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly you give him some more credit. Whoops. <laughs> Turns out I'm just a thirst bucket who can't ah! help but not hate him. <laughs> you should see the, the shrug worst. emoji that Aaron is reenacting right now. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Whoops. I love Anthony Bridgerton. <laughs> Didn't in the book. All right. Okay. okay. So what, okay. All right. So he goes downstairs and he is like, Cam, I need you to get the office uh, the office key from the drunk facsimipole. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's that guy that's like the facticum. Facticum? The, the factotum. Is that right? Oh my god. Factotum. I factotum into facsimipole. Facsimipole? Facsimile? <laughs> I got the phallic, you know, thing at the end. You you know this, Melody. We like read a- the schnurfles about the schnorpels. <laughs> you know this. Yeah. It's a chemise. Yeah. You know that it's a factetum. What is it? <laughs> factotum. Factotum, you know it what is it not, is. In fact, a facsimipole. I changed it to facticum, so that's where I'm at. What was it? Factotum. 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 That doesn't sound right. Facticum. I don't think it's right. Who's no. gonna facticum Remember? in your thirst bucket, Aaron? <laughs> oh, that got extra gross. <laughs> <laughs> oh no yeah uh, remember when we were reading that one with like the lesbians and the frogs and there was like an england times job that was like literally the batman and they had to yes. keep being like call the batman <laughs> and he was like i'm here <laughs> jinx jinx <laughs> who do i need to assault right. viciously <laughs> <laughs> all right okay okay all right, the, all right. sorry everybody fact factotum yeah so he gets you so cam's like i'm not gonna go and steal from a drunken man or whatever he's indisposed and mm-hmm. saint vincent says it's not stealing it's my it's my shit you know go get it yeah. for me please the guy's pretty much dead this is my place now yeah and so he and cam have this sort of like masculine off 
where Cam's like, mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm going to do what you want to do. And he's like, I bet you are going to do what I'm going to do. And it's all nonverbal. And then Cam like mm-hmm. ambles up the stairs like the sexy liger that he is. And he's <laughs> and he's like, uh-huh. and in, in the omniscient Lisa Clippus voice, it says he went up there, not like in a submission situation but more like what are you gonna do next saint vincent and i don't know mm-hmm. i was sort of like kiss kiss I, you know i was really yeah like, it was like maybe, a, maybe, maybe ah. there's like an eyelash on one of their cheeks and like yes. the, the other one like is like oh you had an eyelash right there oh god and then <laughs> there was an eyelash oh no oh, melody just took the the, the large <laughs> collar of her turtleneck sweater and just pulled it over her face <laughs> she pulled it over her whole head <sighs> all right okay so then downstairs, okay, so then he summons her for dinners. Oh, join me for dinner. Get down here for dinner, he says. Yes. He sounds just like the Batman. I thought he was a duke. Anyway. That's strange. Wait, he's not a duke. He's a Viscount. He's a Viscount. He should be a Marcus. Yes. But apparently his dad doesn't roll like that. Right, yeah. And she's a Viscountess now. And so yeah, anyway, when she goes to the dinner, he looks very weary. He's got some dark circles. Because he's been doing work all day. He's never done work before. Oh. And he has a night beard. Um, Ooh, and it's just like beard, when he's like yeah. a little bit scruffed up, mm-hmm. she like is really endeared to him because she's like, this is a version of him that I get, you know, yeah. that, you know, it's very and it makes oh. him seem human and less like this kind of perfect yeah. guy, you know, it's, it's very perfect, cute. untouchable guy. All right. So then, you know, what also makes him seem a lot more approachable is the fact that she has a hard time like with utensils right now because she's also a big weary. Mm-hmm. So he does mm-hmm. serve her again. Mm-hmm. He's always serving her and he's always yeah. taking care of her and it's just the the hottest thing. So he serves her and he tells her that he's making big changes at the club. Like Egan has been... Um, the drunk man. Aaron, what's the legal word for that? Fact totem. No, no, the legal one. What's he been doing? <laughs> Embezzling. Ha ha! Oh, I am basically a lawyer. <laughs> I'm like, I've got it now. He's a fact totem. <laughs> yeah, he's been embezzling. He's been siphoning money from the club yeah. in a way that there's a clear pattern that Sebastian can notice. So he's going to fire him, even though her dad says not yes. to. And he's also getting rid of all the sex workers because at the club, there's free food and there's free sex workers as long as you come and you gamble all your monies. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what are you What are you doing throwing all those women out on their ears after years of mm-hmm. service? And he's like, they'll mm-hmm. get a good, you know, stipend, you know, a goodbye present lump sum. Well, he's going to cut a deal with the brothel down the street. So they're yes. likely going to go there. And uh, then he's going to, like, give people coupons or whatever yes. for the brothel down the street is the idea. And then that frees up a bunch of rooms at the club that he can use for, like... To make it like a hotel or something. I forget other what he stuff? wants to do with those rooms. Yeah, he's doing other stuff with those rooms. Anyway, he's he's moving stuff around. He's doing yeah. stuff to make the club more profitable. Uh-huh. He's he's making big changes and he's enjoying yes. it. And she oh, says, oh, "I thought oh. you hated work." Mm-hmm. Yes. No, I. And just, he says, I, mm-hmm. "Oh, mm-hmm. no, <laughs> <just> <laughs> we're the worst." <laughs> so I I just had this one quote where as he's telling her all the changes he's making. She says um, she got the feeling of bringing a tame cat and watching it transform into a tiger <laughs> mm-hmm. right in front of her eyes. He's he's like a domesticated uh, gentleman, and mm-hmm. she's now he's becoming a gambling club owner, Ooh. which is great. Oh, 
Oh. Anyway, she says, I thought you hated work. And he said, so I did. But I feel like I should try it at least once just to be certain, <laughs> which I thought was very funny. <laughs> and then he's also going to stay at the club. And she's like, well, you, I'm staying at the club and I've got the only free room and you can't sleep with me. I'm sleeping alone. And he's like, yeah, but I'll have a bunch of rooms tomorrow. So I'll have a room. All right. All those sex workers are going elsewhere with their lump sum retirement funds. What's up? Can I just say this? Erin raised her hand on her own podcast. He says, this place is a sieve with no one who is capable or willing to stop the holes except for me. She Ooh. says, you know nothing about filling holes, she cried, appalled by his arrogance. <laughs> Sebastian responded with a bland smile and the slightest arch of one brow. Before he could open his mouth to reply, she clapped her hands over her ears and said, oh, don't say it. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Um, oh, yeah. <sighs> and so what he does say about the sleeping in separate rooms is like, yes, I'll be mm -hmm. here. And if you're worried that I'm going to be overcome with manly ardor and like a costume or whatever, I will. If you ask nicely. If you, yeah, if you beg. <laughs> I'm into it. Okay, so <sighs> she's taking care of her father again. And St. Vincent comes in. Just as she's about to shave him, this is like the next day. He slept somewhere that she doesn't mm -hmm. know. And she she believes it to have been probably highly uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And she's talking to her dad about how oh. she married him. And he knows him because he used to go to the club. And he's like, he's kind of a cold asshole, isn't he? And she's like, hey, so he has his, um, you know, strengths. He has his penises. What? <laughs> <laughs> and her dad goes, a muff chaser he is. He's a muff chaser. Oh. <laughs> it was it was good it was very good it's anyway adorable. so then he comes in while she's about to shave him and he's like you you're gonna you're gonna fuck you're this gonna up really bad pieces. like please please i can't believe you even like started to let your daughter do this like please yeah people let me with shave. tuberculosis cough <sighs> what are you gonna do then evie it's so sweet he just sits there and shaves her dad for he her also asks her dad for permission that, you know what just as a quote that seems like a weird <laughs> look. <laughs> it's so sweet, comma, he just shaves her dad for her. But really, <laughs> really, it is like so really sweet. sweet. It's oh. so beautiful and sweet. Because mm -hmm. wow. he just he keeps talking. When he says words out loud, he's like, <sighs> I can't wait till this asshole dies so I can mm -hmm. get all my dollars. And like, he's very callous, but you can, oh God, you can tell. But, it, but if you watch his actions. So much. Ooh. His actions are so different. <sighs> so then <sighs> um, he also says that he's like going to bring better soap later with more glycerin yeah, or something. He's got a good, good, more better soap. Oh and then he's God. like, his bed sheets clearly need changing. I will help. help. Like, uh, and she's uh, like, no, I'm not going to let you see my dad all scrawny, you know, and, and sick. And he's like, like, without even asking, he knows. Oh, and then he asked him if he can come back and talk to him once he's rested a little bit. And it's so mm -hmm. sweet. And so then they go over to the door jam and she's mm -hmm. with her back to the door jam. And he does that thing that like men do uh, against like lockers and walls and stuff <laughs> <laughs> where they put their hand above your head and like loom over you in the sexiest way <laughs> uh -huh. lockers huh Mel <laughs> shut up <laughs> <laughs> oh hey HBs I don't know if you've heard but we have a Patreon for as little as $5 a month, you get over 150 bonus episodes. 
most of which include Aaron, videos of regular episodes, author hangouts, and so much more. Do you want to hear Aaron and I recap every single episode of Crash Landing on you? What about a little film called Psycho Stripper? Do you want more recaps of ridiculous Thanksgiving and other holiday books and movies? And how do you feel about Naima Simone and I recapping amazing reality TV? All of that and more is on the Patreon. There's so much content at your fingertips as soon as you sign up. Seriously, hours and hours. Anyway, it's patreon.com forward slash heaving bosoms podcast if you want to check it out. And of course, that link is in the show notes. Keep being a badass. So, um, uh, so, so she like, asked, turn around. Oh, yeah. sorry. No, no, no. He gives her a nice back massage. It's very and, good. And he doesn't tell her what she's doing. And so he's like, turn around and grab the door jam. And she's like, I, mm-hmm. um, we're in my dad's room. What are you doing? We're not, we're also not oh. doing sex stuff together or whatever. And he's like, grab the door jam. I baby. love that she thinks that he just like sweetly shaved his face. And now he's like, now <laughs> we're going to do it in front of your dad. Like, right? that's, that's I'm just going to pound thinks. you up right in front of your <laughs> sleeping morphine dying dad. What? Baby, <laughs> cool it. Yeah. So, so he does give her that shoulder Assume massage. Assume the best. Says, yeah. He's going to give it to you. He'll always give you the best, you know? <laughs> he, okay, sorry. Lord St. Vincent would always. Would always. Always. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he's like, I need to talk to you about something in private. <sighs> and so she takes him to her room. And he's like, "There, Cam showed me this new pamphlet about consumption. And instead of it being like a natural thing, it explains that like there's these tiny little organisms. Can I just say, I thought we were going to get through this historical with no pamphlets whatsoever. I really (laughs) felt like we were going to get from beginning to end of a semi-old school historical without hearing anything about any pamphlets. (laughs) And but here we are. Anyway, if you want to know the genesis of that joke, listener, go back and listen to The Duchess War by Courtney Milan. Or don't. It (laughs) was early. Don't suffer through that. We're not funny back then. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, he tells her about germs. Yeah. And she is incredulous. She's like, She's oh, mad. I'm sorry. Like oh, little, little, little tiny animals are going to crawl into my nose and make me, <laughs> make me haunt me with a disease. Come, come on. <laughs> so he's like, you can't go into his room anymore. Like you can't. No, if you he go, doesn't say that. You got to be like real careful and stuff. He says, I'm going to limit your time with him. You have to have the door and all the windows open. And if you're going to get close to him, I need you to wear a kerchief over your nose and mouth. And she is like raging mad and she's like, you can't make me be safe and sensible. You're no better than the Maybricks. Freedom, states rights, and like other stuff, you know, she's like, she's just, she's states so rights. mad. States rights. That's my, I get to choose. <laughs> and so then he says, he goes on this whole rant where he's like, fine, be an idiot. You just, then you're in six months, you're going to be in there with the consumption as well. And yeah. I'm not going to be at your side. And you're just, brr. and then he does a really big frustrated gesture, like with his hands mm-hmm. out in the air or whatever. Ugh. And she flinches hard. Like she covers her whole head because of the Maybricks, because she always got hit by Uncle Peregrine. Mm-hmm. So then he like, he immediately just goes stone. Still. Like a statue still. <laughs> he 
thank you. <laughs> I almost said stone silent, and I was like, no. I saw no, I saw no. silent on your tongue, and I, <laughs> I knew I knew what was happening. I've been there. <laughs> so then he's like, "Who hit you? Somebody hit you." What is going again? On? He like takes a couple steps toward her, and she like backs up against the wall. Yeah, like she's freaked out. Yeah, and so and and he's doing it because he's like, I will never hurt you. Like you will never ever feel pain from my hands. But then he's like trying to figure out who hit her, and he takes a step, and she does the backup, and then he's like, and then he, and then he does that thing that you know people do with like like freaked out horses. You know, he's like, easy, easy. <laughs> like, oh, oh, here, guys, Melody right. the horse girl is coming out. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't a horse girl. I just owned and rode horses. All right. Listen, horse girls hey, are the ones listener. that have no access to horses. And so they like it's to dream about them. It's me, Erin. C- it's just me and you books. here. Me and you, listener. She's a, she's a horse girl. She always has been. She's a horse girl and always has been and always will be. And she should embrace it. She should just embrace it. But she doesn't. She fights it. She fights against it. No, I'm just saying that I have more cred than horse girls. They don't know anything about horses except oh for like God. horses. So you're trying to... You're trying... So... Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. So what you're doing right now is saying... I'm not a goth. I'm an emo, okay? Like you're the person... Oh fuck! <laughs> I, mean, I just got in a cred off with a horse girl. You're like the guy because I just re-listened to the Duchess deal because oh, no. we just re-released it a couple weeks ago. Uh-huh. You're like the guy at that that like special clock place who was like wearing a shirt with clocks on it and said <laughs> so he was there to see the clock and I was like so you're like really into clocks and he was like time. I'm a really I'm really into time. I'm a time enthusiast, not clocks. That's you. That's you. Right right now how dare you you know what i can't deny it when i when you got me you got me (laughs) (laughs) not a horse girl i had a horse they just color about them i rode them my god i also trained them i did raining competitions you're not special i've ridden a horse (laughs) sure Good for you. Great. Did you go on trail rides and stuff? Did you like, <laughs> were you on the equestrian team? Yeah, I was on an equestrian team. <laughs> Fuck you, no, you were not. Prove I wasn't. <laughs> Prove it. Man, I still have my Carhartt jacket with the embroidered logo of our of our school equestrian team on the back. <laughs> <laughs> I also God, have a mini version listener. that my dad that my mom got for my little brother. <laughs> oh my God. Why am I the only one here? Why is there no one else to look at and be like, are you hearing this shit? <laughs> oh my God. Okay, we have to move on. What okay. a nerd, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Right. Right. So, so okay. So now he's holding her, and he has got her her up against. He's, he's doing a big, you know, a schnurfle and a, a comfort, and it's it's really really sweet. Don't they make out? Yeah. So then, okay. Yeah, you're right. So then he starts tracing the lines of her cheekbones, and like a whole face, and mm-hmm. telling her that he'll never hurt her, and it goes. Oh, and then he just does a little kiss it's like a chaste kiss but then it very quickly goes from sweet to like sizzling hot off the page and into your brain you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then he pulls away after they're both panting and he's like mm-hmm. oh i'm so sorry my love i didn't mean to start that or whatever yeah yeah and she's, she's like, been very clear that she doesn't want it 
Yeah. And so he's respecting her boundaries. So she's like panting and like up on her toes trying to get more kisses. And he's like, but I was serious about the rules to see your father. So like kerchiefs <laughs> and windows and doors and stuff. And I'm your husband. And I do own you. Legally, yeah. And like, so and you if you can't follow those rules, then like you don't get to see your father. I'm your husband. I get to do that. And she's like, no, stage right. Place. She's mad. Yeah. yeah. She's like a hard mask denier. She's <laughs> like, this was this was in the Civil Rights Act of 1964 right. that I don't have to put a kerchief to my nose That's when right. I'm in the room with my father. Oh, boy. It's, it's real bad. It's, it's a bad take, Evie, yeah, honestly. Yeah, come on. Didn't age well, did it, Evie? Come on. Didn't age very well at all. <laughs> <laughs> then we get this great scene between Sebastian and uh, Cam, oh. where Cam's basically like, why are you so obsessed with her? <laughs> <laughs> really yeah. Sebastian's like I'm not obsessed with her and he's like you're so you're obsessed super with obsessed with your own wife you it's weirdo. so gross and actually <laughs> yeah. what, what he says is um the inner monologue is Cam had never seen anything like the mute longing that St. Vincent felt for his own wife. Ugh. No one could fail to observe that whenever Evie entered the room St. Vincent practically vibrated like a tuning fork. OMG so then he also, Cam, relays to St. Vincent that her dad left money to that asshole Joss Bullard who didn't want to let him mm -hmm. in, let her in. Right. And they don't really know why, and they think that's a, a big weird, but, you know, whatever. So over the next few days, he's super busy, and he, he makes her eat... <laughs> Like he's he's always mm -hmm. taking care of her, and he oh my gosh, yeah. he pays like triple the price, which is which has got to be thirty thousand now dollars, you know, yeah, for three new morning frocks, and then he comes upstairs. Oh yeah, because he does die. Did you say that the dad does die? He did die. Oh golly, I forgot. Maybe I forgot that he he died? he died in there somewhere. It's really bad. She's she yeah. like has to be basically carried out of the room. It's very it's very rough. Yeah, it's a it's a terrible. She's very upset yeah. about it, but she is there when he does, and yeah. then he gets her he gets her special morning dresses, like you said. Yeah, yeah, and so he brings them upstairs to personally deliver them mm -hmm. because he's such a hot. And she's like, "Oh wow, this was really nice, but I can't wear them." And he's like, yeah, "What are you talking they're supposed about? To be crepe?" Yeah, she's like, "They're dresses. not crepe." And she's like, "You want to wear crepe?" And she's like, "Yeah, I have to wear the itchiest, most uncomfortable fabric." It's supposed to be itchy. That's what happens in morning times. And mm -hmm. he's like, "What? Why are you still following the rules? You eloped with a villainous, illustrious rake. You're living at a gambling club." Yeah. Whose rules are you trying to follow? You think you're going to create more gossip by the fabric you wear? Yeah. And she's like, I like conventions and I don't think it's bad to be mm -hmm. an ordinary person. And then he looks her dead in the face, listener, and he says, but you are not ordinary. And I mm. just was a puddle on the floor. <laughs> <sighs> okay. So then he starts undressing her. And she says, what are you doing? And she says, I wish you wouldn't handle me in such a cavalier manner. And he says back, the word cavalier implies indifference. And there is nothing, nothing indifferent, indifferent about, about my reaction, reaction to you, to love. You, my love. Ugh. She says, one could wish for a bit of respect. And he comes back with, you don't need respect. You need comfort and holding and possibly a good long tumble in bed with me. But since you won't allow that, you get a shoulder rub and a few words of advice. 
I just, he's the perfect man. What mm-hmm. are you, well, how does anybody think differently, Aaron? How? I don't know. Then he does do the shoulder rub. He and does. she is very into it. Obviously. Um, he's, he's good at it. She's only and human. Then he says, but you missed my favorite part. What is this it? This is why we're friends. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we like the same thing, but for different yeah, yeah, parts. Yeah, 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 yeah. He says, you are not the same as you were a few days ago, mm-hmm. he murmured. You are no longer a wallflower, nor a virgin, nor a helpless child who had to endure oh, yeah. life with the Maybricks. You were a Viscountess with a sizable fortune and a scoundrel of a husband. Whose rules will you adhere to now? And it's like... Uh-huh. Uh, it's like he's just like I. He's just freeing her in so many ways, and it's so, so many ways. Beautiful. I mean, to be fair, I'll have it noted for the record that I also have that quote in my notes. Uh, well, you so. kind of alluded to it earlier, but yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I just love that little speech. It's so beautiful. <sighs> yeah, and she, oh god, okay, and and oh, and then he says, oh, she says, I like rules. There's nothing wrong with that. And he says, you're not ordinary. You've got a taste for the devil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's too mm-hmm. much, honestly. And she's like, no, I don't. I don't have a taste for the devil. Yeah, how dare you? How dare? And then somehow we get around to, you You should let me put a baby in your belly. You might like that. It'll give you some purpose in life and something to have in common <laughs> with your friends and stuff. Uh-huh. And she's like, would you like the baby? Like, is this a situation where, like, you're going to know the baby? Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, God, no. Oh, no, I, heavens no. God, that, no, we'll leave it at you with you yeah. in the country house or whatever. And he I was says, just... oh, God, he says, I was no more made for a wife and a child than your father was. Oh, mm. it's a sad. But he mostly is just trying to do sex on her again. And he knows <laughs> that the baby thing will really help. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's all right to have ulterior your motives sometimes always but he does say that there's very little you can't have so long as you reach for it speaking so of good. freeing her in so many ways yeah. where the you're you're complaining about a mask evie yeah okay like you just got out of the worst abusive quarantine of your life well that's how mask deniers are melody I know. it's I like know. why this why this <laughs> thing why this one thing evie i know <sighs> i know <sighs> Anyway. Okay. So the next day, she's stomping around because mm-hmm. we find out St. Vincent has gone to the brothel to talk about coupons oh. for sex workers Wait, and stuff. Wait, is this what happens next? I thought the carriage thing happened next. Or is it the carriage thing? It is the carriage next? thing. Oh, okay. Cut. Okay. So he's off at the brothel. He's been gone for a while. She's like, he's been gone for two hours, and it's a good thing I super don't care about him sleeping with other women, because, like, if I did, it would blah. Mm-hmm. And then she takes off her ring because she feels like the my love is upon you is mocking her. She says mocking yes. her. Oh, Yes. While he has sex with prostitutes. Yes. The text word's not ours, just for, yes, noted for the record. So then Bullard comes in, and he's like, your friend... Schmanabelle is at the door. You got to go down. She's not coming up to this place. And she's like, oh, God, I got to go get my my friend. So she gets down there. And guys, it's a trap. It's not it's not Annabelle. All right. No, it's Uncle Peregrine. Yes. Joss Bullard has sold her out for a crown or a shilling guys, or like a pound. Mean and bad. Boy, like, Uncle Peregrine. Really mean and like really bad. Really both those things. Yes. Yeah. So he grabs her bodily and he's trying to shove her out to the carriage 
And she's like screaming, Joss, help me, Joss, help me. And he's like, I sold you for one of those currencies that Melody just tried to say out loud, but she's not sure yes. about. And mm-hmm. pence. I'm pretty sure it's a crown. I know it's not a pence because a pence, I think, is the smallest one. Just like Oh, our I thought we were just president. trying to find a name of an England Times currency. <laughs> I didn't know that you were trying to find the right one. Like, that's well, a whole different level. I mean, <laughs> reach for the stars, you know, Aaron? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then... Land on the moon. That's not how that works, as you pointed out well, to me. Well, it should be, because the stars are <laughs> fucking further. I We've know. had this discussion before. I know. They're further. If you shoot for the moon, you're not going to land amongst the stars. You're going to land no. somewhere between the Earth and the moon. Yeah, you're just out there in not deep space. There's no stars there. And you know what? Good, because you don't want to land on a star. You don't. They're hot, I've heard. Hot. Yeah. yeah. Hot to the touch. It's really don't and not in space you don't shoot for any of those unless no. you're a rocket science man yes woman. yes if astronaut you are lady an astronaut person then you can shoot for those then things. you can try shooting but otherwise don't because like you, you could crash because you know what listener if you're not an astronaut person then you don't know the maths to get the shot right you don't it's know so the much math. maths there's a maths lot and it hard. has to be really particular too it does it does there's i a saw thrust. this movie about it <laughs> Yeah. And it gets it gets really hairy out there in space it, when stuff goes wrong. I hear yeah. you. You don't you don't land amongst the stars. You like drift out into the world forever. And you freeze to death if you're in the world. Doesn't I meant the universe because it's not you're universe. not you don't even have the luxury of drifting out into the world. No, you're drifting out into the universe. It's, it's real lonely out there. You know. Yes. Anyway. So, so anyway, <laughs> <laughs> we got that real good advice out there for a listener. I think we saved a life. To be I completely so honest with you. I yeah. know. All right. So then he gets her into the carriage and Cousin Eustace does grab her up. Um, Cousin I... Eustace is the, the boy, right? That she was supposed mm, to marry. Yeah. Right? He's the, he's one, the bad man. He's the lame man. It, the lame makes yes. him bad, but he's the one who like is super unhappy with his lot in life. Well, he's grabbing her. He's an abusive man. Totally. Yes. I didn't love that he was the only character in this book that was like obese. But I, I can I tell you a thing out loud real quick? Sure. I think it makes me a bad person. But it. Truly, I can't wait. It truly was just the imagery. Uh-huh. Cousin Eustace as, is described as a baby whale in the carriage. And I literally saw a, a just a pint-sized whale. Yeah. You know? Uh-huh. Like just yeah. flipper. And he's just uh-huh. flipping around on the ground. But a small whale could kill you. To, I hear you. An oracle chomp you up to death. I, I know. Yeah. Anyway, the idea of You know, some people call them killer whales. I've heard that. Oh, my God. We've got to be I? done after the carriage times. We are loopy. Is this a three-parter? <laughs> you said at the beginning. Well, I wasn't serious about it. <laughs> yeah. We just need to get through when he does that all that dirty talking in the thing. You know, I don't know what you're referring to, but I do want to get to there. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know which time you're referring to, but I do want to go to there today and not later. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Cousin Eustace grabs her. This guy's objectively fucking horrible. You had better not annoy me, cousin. My father has said that I may do whatever I like with you after we're married. How would you like to be locked in a closet for a week? He's Mm -hmm. a villain. He's not just like a bleh, you know. Yeah. You're right. I had forgotten that. At the beginning, she describes him as like just sort of a go with the flow person, even if the flow is horrible abuse, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Yes. So anyway, all of a sudden, 
this face of a dark angel comes in to the carriage. He just rips open the door and he comes in and he gets her out and his rage turns into, oh my gosh, he says, you let go of her or no heaven, no earth, no judge, no king will keep me from murdering you in the face next time I see you. And so cousin Eustace lets go of her Uh and he is touching her face and he says, easy love, you're safe now. And then he runs his hands over her to make sure she hasn't been injured. But then he hands her off to Cam because it is time to fight Uncle Peregrine. He's going to kick Uncle Peregrine's <sighs> abusive ass. Mm-hmm. So Uncle Peregrine's like, we're going to take her. And he goes, she's mine. Why mm-hmm. do you think I would let you take her? And then Uncle Peregrine tells him that he's got a physician ready to testify that she's still a virgin. And yeah. if she's already pregnant, the doctor will take <sighs> care of that, too. And then Lord St. Vincent says the most sexy thing that Aaron's ever heard, which is. Well, may I say that first, he's like, we will. Ha- he's like, first of all, you can only get a marriage annulled if it hasn't been consummated. And I assure you, I have right. consummated this yeah. wedding. And then he says the physician thing. And then he says, like hell, do you know what kind of reflection that would have on me? I've worked too hard to cultivate my <laughs> reputation. I'll be damned if I allow any suggestion of impotence to uh, to to mar to mar it. Sorry, it was at the end of the thing. I know what mar means. I, I know that you. word. Know okay. Anyway, so I thought it was funny that he was like, there's no way any doctor is going to be because you yeah. know who I am. I'm Sebastian I, Lord St. Vincent. Right. <laughs> so then he says that he he says, Whew. I would kill her myself before I'd let you have her. So he's saying that he... (laughs) You should see the bedroom eyes that Erin is giving her microphone right now. If a physician comes and says that she's a virgin and the marriage gets annulled, he's going to murder Evie before giving Evie back to Uncle Peregrine. And it is hot. It is so hot. Anyway... All right, so then they do fight, and they do. Cam is like sort of talking to her through it. He's like commentating, yeah, yeah, because she's like, "You need to go help him," and he's like, "No, I cannot." He's got to do this. He has to, otherwise, he because also everybody in the club is kind of watching too. Yeah, all his employees are there. Mm -hmm. So it takes him a little while, but he drops Uncle Peregrine, and the club employees are very excited. She tells Cam about Bullard, and then. Mm Cam says to her, go take care of St. Vincent. He'll need you. Men are always full of sap after a good fight. And she's like, sap? When he, when he what is sap? <laughs> and he giggles and he at goes, her and you'll he's like, see. So then St. <sighs> Vincent comes over and it is, he grabs her by the hand and he starts taking her through that club and she's like having to run after him because he, it says his strides are like eating up the floor or something like that. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And then he takes her into the reading room, which is hot on its own. And he's like touching her all over and he's like, are you okay? Are you okay? And she doesn't say anything except where were you i needed you i was getting abducted and you were balls deep in some random lady (laughs) (laughs) and she's like not totally okay like she was smashed against the side of that carriage pretty hard she probably has a concussion but the only thing she cares about is where his penis has been you know Mm -hmm. so he says he's like what are you talking about i was over what are you talking about? And she was like, you were there for two hours. What else could you have been doing? 
And he's like, I was negotiating. And he says, if I'd slept with someone, I'd be way more relaxed right now. (laughs) (laughs) And then he says, I don't have time to have sex. And if I did, and he breaks off and he tries not to say it. And he says, if I did, and he like runs his hand through his angelic hair. And then he, he's so frustrated, you guys. Boy, so much so energy. He's so full of sap, you know? And so <laughs> he pushes her up against the wall and he says some things that I would have had to highlight three pages because he's like, if I did, I know all of them are highlighted there. I, I did see. highlight three pages. I, I did, but I couldn't put them into my notes. He says, if I did, I would want to like kiss you up and i would like lick down to your nipples and then i do other stuff and and it goes on and on and on and on he said he will he would have shredded her clothes with his God. hands and teeth by now i can't he he basically just, goes through every single small thing like every yeah it's three pages of dirty talk of all every the stuff he wants moment to do. of the entire yes. sexual experience he wants to mm-hmm. have with her and then he he goes, you're wet, aren't you? And uh-huh. she nods yes, very ladylike. And, mm-hmm. and he says, I want you more than I've wanted anything on this earth. Tell me what it will take for you to let me take you to bed. And mm-hmm. she says she wants the one thing that he can't give her, and that's fidelity. And he says he absolutely can. And he can she's do it. Like, he can do it. He, he knows just, he can. He can, can do it. Totally he, can, do it. Uh, he promises right now. <laughs> and so they go back and forth on that because she's like, I don't believe you. You said that too quickly. You didn't even think about it. You know, mm-hmm. he says that he's not going to apologize for his past. And she says that she's not trying to punish him for it. But his track record doesn't really inspire confidence in her. And then he says, what do you want me to be celibate until you decide to grace me with your favors, basically? And she yeah. says, uh, hmm. she does a big think on that. And she's like, oh, interesting notion. She's like, yeah, it'd be really good. How about six months of celibacy? <laughs> yeah, and he's like, six what? months. <laughs> I, I, I am Sebastian I, the Lord St. Vincent. <laughs> do, you, do you know who do I am? <laughs> she talks him, he talks her down to three months. Yeah. And then they do it. He said. He said it's unhealthy. <laughs> he <It's> says unhealthy. <laughs> she's gonna kill him. Wait. So then he says, "I should just force you. You have no mm-hmm. legal right to demand to deny me." And she, she's like, "I'm not gonna back down from this." And so she looks him dead in the face and she's like, "Go ahead. I do dare it. you. Like force me." And he completely blanches. And she's like, "Oh my gosh, you never would have." Yeah, you can't you never you can't. would have raped lillian you were only bluffing you could never do this like it just turned your stomach thinking about doing mm-hmm. that and then he grabs her up and he does a big frustrated makeout, oh. which she's no, into no no because she says you would never force a woman a faint smile rose to her lips oh. she was never in a moment's danger was she you're not nearly the villain you pretend to me and he yells yes i am <laughs> and then he seizes her and kisses her against the wall <laughs> But then he pulls away and he whispers, don't ask this of me. And she says, three months and I'll sleep with you forever and anytime you want. And then she says, if you fail, you have to apologize for that that big abduction 
and that time you did <laughs> yeah. you did kidnap and threaten to rape my best friend yeah and and like also like you, you sort of did that to your best friend too because they were yeah together. so you should probably apologize to him as well yes and he's like how dare you i don't apologize do you know who i am <laughs> um but then so he, he looks says, down yeah yeah go yeah yeah go he sees the the ring is there that no, she's it's taken it gone off. yeah oh it's she, gone he looks at her hand and he's like where's your ring well, somehow he gets it. Does he not get yeah. it? Yeah, he yeah, has so, it. No, no, no. She has no, it. No, 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 no. Oh, so he, okay. So he says, give it to me. And she like doesn't want to because she's su- suddenly mm-hmm. grown really fond of it and she wants to keep it. Mm-hmm. But she does give it to him. So take it, Aaron. Yeah. So taking the ring from her, Sebastian slid it onto his own hand. His hands were so much larger than the circle it would only fit on the top of his smallest finger. So I love that he has like an honest <laughs> pinky. <laughs> and then he grabs her chin and glares at her and says, I'll take your bet. I'm going to win it, and in three months, I'm going to put this back on your finger and take you to bed and do things to you that are outlawed in the civilized world. <laughs> and I died. Died, yeah. This is the, my ghost <laughs> speaking to you now. For real. I am a, I am <sighs> a mere specter of what I once was. <laughs> then <he's, sighs> I think, I don't know, they make out maybe a little bit more, I think. Um, oh, no, does he go down on her? No, 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 no. So then they're kissing, and he says, no, by they the way... Make out. I'm going to kiss you yeah. as often and as long as I want. Damn you, he says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he says, no, please no. excuse me. I'm going to kill Joss Bullard. <laughs> he, he quietly leaves the room. <laughs> I love him. Melody. I love him. I love him so much. All right. Are you want to keep going or do you want to break? No, I think this is a good place to stop. I do. I think it is too. It's it just kind of is a natural place happen? to stop. I know how it happened. I mean, I know how it happened. We couldn't not talk about every page of it. I know. What did you do to us, Lisa Claypus? Lisa Claypus, you broke us. That I would feel. So Jen and Sarah led me to believe that this is what I would feel when I read Dreaming of You, (laughs) and I was just like, "This book is fine. This book is good. It's a good book. It's a good book. Well written. Good job. Great book." I this book lifted me off the ground and floated me around for a day and a half. I know. <laughs> like, I I've been levitating for a week uh-huh. and a half, maybe two. <sighs> and I can't wait to read it again so I can have really, really detailed copious notes about chapter 17 and beyond. I can't stop recommending it to people who I know. aren't romance readers and won't like it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I told a male co-worker about this book who has no interest in romance whatsoever. <laughs> He was like, I'm reading the uh, non I'm reading the new Jim Crow or something like that. And I was like, have I told you about Devil in Winter? I was like, no. He doesn't want to hear about this book. <laughs> Maybe he does, you know? Like, he should. Everyone should. But everyone. like, I don't. <sighs> All right. Wow. Uh, do you have a lady love, Aaron? I, I did. Now I forgot about it. Oh, boy. Yeah, that sounds right. Me too. <laughs> Shut your whore No, mouth. I meant me too. <laughs> You. No. <laughs> that is not what I meant. Oh my god! Today it was snowing, and um, uh-huh. Michael had to snow. He had to shovel last time because I pulled my back, and so mm-hmm. I was like, "Melody is going to snow- s- shovel this time." Snuggle. Where am I? Um, mm-hmm. I was like, "I'm going to do the shoveling today," and so he got up to like go start doing it, and 
he calls me Johnny come lately because it's never my idea, but I always like want in. <laughs> so I basically mm-hmm, like, pushed mm-hmm. him away from the door and I was like, no, I'm shoveling. And he's like, there's only like two inches outside. And I accidentally. That's said, a perfect time. I, that's exactly what. And I said, that's exactly why I'm doing it. And then he was like, oh, 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 oh. So yeah, I've been doing that a lot today. There is straight up like four inches of snow in our driveway and we're both just not talking about it. Like, <laughs> it's, just, it's just there. Our cars can drive over it. It's fine. Honestly, I don't know how you live like this. It's only been a week and a half maybe. And I, I can't. I don't like it. Why is it? I don't like it. Anyway, <laughs> I have a lady love. Yes. And that is, boy, listener, maybe Aaron too. Facebook is going to target you with ads. Yes. And like, my lady love is don't fall for the Facebook ads and then mm. purchase a $30 face sucker and give yourself face hickeys. Oh, this is old news. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't do that. I thought about using it the other guys, day again. Melody had tiny, like, tiny. Like, there was what, like a line what size all the that? way down my face. Like Q-tip size. No, it's line. like pinky finger size. Pinky feet. That's a perfect. That's right. It's like a half dime. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it was hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. I had full on, like, like track tracks of hickey down my face. Mm-hmm. I have never been so thankful for never leaving my house because it, it, they were so bad that like not even. I, I, like I couldn't even use like foundation wouldn't do it. I did not have a concealer that could fight the power of these face hickeys. So listen, whatever you're going to buy out there for $30, this says it's going to suck all the business out of your pores. It's not. It's it just going to suck all the blood up to the surface. That's <laughs> what it's yeah, going to do. It doesn't do it. It doesn't do it. <laughs> That's my lady love. <laughs> Resist. Yeah, I had something and now I don't remember what it was. Is it about your hair? No, why would it be? Is it about your boobs? No. Is it about a doorknob? I'm just putting out things that I can see to maybe trigger a memory. Oh. <laughs> no, I don't remember. Is it about popcorn shrimps? Those weren't popcorn shrimps. I wish they oh. were. I would have taken one. Nom, nom, nom. <laughs> I love a fried. I love a coconut shrimp. Is what I, I love. Oh, I love a coconut shrimp. Yeah. Coconut shrimps, yeah. guys. Go get them. <laughs> Eat them up. Go get a coconut. Goddamn oh, God, biter. I love, a, I love a crunchy coconut shrimp. You know what? You know what? This is a secret. If you're okay. if you're looking to consume 4,000 calories tonight, this is a secret. Did you know? Tell me everything. So when you order online from the Olive Garden... You can get crispy chickens on your fettuccine alfredo. They will fry that chicken for you at all. Whoa. Yeah. It's called chicken frita. And when you order online, it's an option. But you didn't know it was an option in real life because it's not on the menu. It's a special secret Olive Garden menu. So if you just want to be like, fuck it. I'm just going to eat Olive Garden tonight. (laughs) And you want fettuccine alfredo with fried chicken, you can Mm -hmm. have it. That's something that's in your reach. Chicken frita. It makes you a garbage person, but a satisfied one. That right there is a lady love if I've ever heard it. It is. Yeah. yeah. All right. Put me in the best food coma. I felt unhealthy for days. For days but it was worth it. I felt bad for a long time, and it was worth it. 
All right. You can find us on all the places. Instagram is at heaving bosoms. Twitter is at heaving underscore bosoms. Facebook, you can like our page and just, you know, Google up <laughs> heaving bosoms Facebook. And then our group is the heaving bosoms geriatric friendship cult. And I love it there. It's the best. Go to our website for all of our extras. It. We've got our reading embrace. We've got access to our Patreon. You can go from there. And oh, and then we've also got that limited merch with um merch? with smart bitches and and Robin Love. We've it. got limited merch with them. So that is a bonfire. I'll include the link in the show notes. And if you need a mug or a shirt or a sweatshirt that says Stay golden, the horny girl. <laughs> Go there. It's the best. Mm-hmm. I cannot wait to have it on my body. You probably do need it. I think everybody does. Yeah. Keep being a badass. Oh, love yourself as much as you love horse yeah. girls no. who actually have horses and actually <laughs> ride them and have a Carhartt jacket to prove it that has embroidery on the back that says, we're on the equestrian team. We're not normal horse girls. Oh, no. We are better oh, no. love yourself as much as you love <laughs> love yourself as much as melody loves that oh she's pulling her turtleneck of her sweater over her face <laughs> you know what guys love yourself as much as i love tucker the horse <laughs> the best horse oh. in the whole wide world my best horse tucker i love the other ones too but tucker listen was to her the hb best. talking about tucker the horse it's her black beauty <laughs> look at her <laughs> Okay, bye. Bye. (laughs) Ridiculous. Hey, you. Yes, listener, you. Are you loving the show? If so, please leave a rating and review in your podcast app. The 90 seconds you take to say something nice not only helps new people find the show, but it makes me super smile over at HBHQ. Also, I've had a few people ask, and the answer is yes, we are still doing the five-star bribe. If you leave us a review with five stars, then we'll do whatever book you want. We're real, real deep into the list, though, so it might be a while. Ah! Lilas. Okay, back to the show.